A few years ago, my wife and I inherited the little house she grew up in near the beach in Southern California, and we decided to make it our home in retirement. So we embarked on a big remodeling project. The house had seen better days and needed lots of repair work. But because we also wanted to have room for our kids and their families to visit, we added two bedrooms to make a total of four. Scattered among those rooms are three sets of bunk beds to accommodate all the grandkids. And each of the bunks has its own cork board mounted to the wall next to it so the little ones can use push pins to hang their drawings or whatever they like to create a personalized space. We want them to know they were planned for, their presence is desired, and that within our house, each of them is at home. In John 14, 2 through 3, Jesus continued helping his disciples process the announcement of his imminent departure by giving them a small glimpse into the eternal destiny it would secure for them. He said he'd be leaving to prepare a place for them within his father's house. And although I don't think it's possible within the limited framework of human understanding to fully grasp the preparations the Lord said he needed to accomplish in advance of the fulfillment of that promise, it's clear they included the forgiveness of sins purchased with his crucifixion, the spiritual rebirth made available through his resurrection, and the indwelling of the Holy Spirit made possible by his ascension. But he told them that with everything prepared, he would one day return to escort them into that spiritual home they would share with him. English versions of the Bible use the words mansions, rooms, or dwellings to translate the Lord's description of this destination. But a more literal translation of the Greek would be something like a staying or abiding. Jesus was not saying his father's house contains a large number of individual suites. He wasn't describing a place made up of many compartments. He was talking about an environment of belonging. He was using language that pointed toward the residing that happens in the Father's residence. He was saying they would be at home in God's house. He specifically avoided giving them details about the place, which they would have had no frame of reference to understand anyway, and focused their attention on what was most important. They would dwell with Him. These words of comfort and promise were not meant exclusively for the handful of followers with him on that night of his betrayal. Set within the context of the whole of Scripture, it's clear Jesus was speaking beyond them and that moment to all who would follow him throughout history, and that includes you and me. The Savior wants us to know that his salvation project has remodeled heaven to make room for us. We were planned for. Our presence is desired, and within his house, each of us will be at home.